When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. And uh, we're walking to the movies today and it's very frosty. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to walk very carefully, not slip. Yeah. Um, So we're going to see a movie called, a Christmas movie called Violent Night. I mean, great title. Fair play. Very good title. Excellent Um, title. I saw the trailer for this a while back. Um, looks fun so it is basically if anyone doesn't know this is um, it's basically like Die Hard if uh, John McClane was Santa Claus (laughs) (laughs) right don't tell me anymore because I haven't seen the trailer oh you haven't okay okay. don't ruin it for me well that's that's basically all you need to know Um, so Santa's real and he's in a hostage situation (laughs) and great to me and oh and and David Harbour um, is um, Santa, so mo- probably most famously from Stranger Things recently, yeah, um, and, and also the fans. Black the Black Widow movie. Yeah, big fan of his. So this He's sounds great. right up my alley. Yeah, and look, the trailer looked fun. My fear for this movie, and I'm quite excited. I am quite excited to see this, um, but my fear is that I don't know if this idea can justify it like a two hour runtime. Do you know what I mean? This feels like if I is it this feels hours? like a sketch, doesn't it? Like if I saw this in a well, sketch show. Well, I don't show. know because all I know knew before this conversation was that it's called Violet Night and has David Harbour in it, and I was sold. I mean, you know, yeah, that's enough to get you in the door. But can yeah. can they make can they ring this out for two hours? That's my question. Well, because we'll have to wait and see. There's a um, uh, God, what's the sketch show that has? There's a sketch show that like has Santa in it, and Santa has like hung up his his hat and wants to be an actor. And he's he's on the. Oh my god! Oh god! Look it up. I'll I'll link to it in the comments. But there's a a brilliant uh, sketch. It might be the Tim Robinson show. But he's like Santa's in uh, in junket interviews, and he's starring (laughs) in like films. Okay. And he and and before and the the sketches before the film starts, he's look look. uh, Don't ask me any questions about the Santa thing. I don't want to talk about that, right? I'm here to promote my film. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so that's the, that's the, the whole gag. That's really I funny. mean, that would not make And it film. keeps coming back to the Santa thing. So, but anyway, my point is but like... But that's not what we're about to watch. No, but I just feel... I feel like Die Hard but Santa is a sketch. Do you know what I mean? If, if you saw that on SNL, 
you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a good sketch. So that that's my fear. So okay. going into this, and I hope they You're can... You're rapidly deflating me here. I'm excited for this film. Oh, right, look, I'm hoping and... I love violent action. It's good. Uh, violent action-y film. So, like, I'm down for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I want is just, look, I just want some over-the-top action. I want it to be funny. There has to be a children's choir singing side at night but in violent violent yeah. no no it'll be it'll be cut to it'll be a, um, a brutal action scene but cut to that but to right? them singing silent night really angelically yeah, yeah. All right, I'm looking well, forward for some good Christmas carol juxtaposition that's right, what I need we are blood on snow nearly here let's go blood on snow alternate title for this right. film <laughs> see you on the other side <laughs> I don't want any trouble okay something's gonna scooch up that chimney <laughs> Who is he? Because he's not your typical mall Santa. Santa, are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My name is Trudy Lightstone. Are you going to help us, Santa? Yeah, Trudy. Santa? No, my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Time for some season's beatings. Who the hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the real? No such thing as Santa. Right, hi, we're back. We've uh, we've seen Violent Night. Um, and if it's your first time at the cinema, we don't spoil films until we do, because there's a spoiler street on the way home. So mm-hmm. we will spoil this film, but not right now. Um, I would... I, I <laughs> loved this movie. <laughs> it was such a great time. I uh, highly recommend seeing this if you are into uh, Christmas movies, if you are into... Action movies. It's, it's, it's got this. This wears its um, references on its sleeve. I think mm-hmm. there is, you know, there is Hallmark. It feels like a Hallmark Christmas movie. If D- Die Hard happened, plus Die Hard Two, plus Home Alone. Like it's just got all of those things. Is it as good as any of those things? No. Probably better than the Hallmark Christmas movies. But any of those? Things? No, it isn't. But. I think this movie is much better than it has any right to be, and I and my fears were uh, assuaged quite early on. I think this this lives up to a two-hour runtime. It's got, it's propelled by David Harbour, who is fantastic and charming and charismatic. Mm-hmm. The action is all competent. The bad guys, while never reaching uh, an, an Hans Gruber level, which is very difficult to do, I think John Leguizamo kind of doing a good enough job here over-the-top nasty villain. Um, it's funny. It's um, occasionally quite sweet. Um, and, yeah, it feels like it's... <laughs> it feels like I haven't really seen this before, mm-hmm. this kind of idea. It's more original than you'd expect it to be. Yeah. And it, I definitely enjoyed it as well. I properly enjoyed it, actually. And uh, there's, like, all the stuff you said about, like, kind of Hallmark movie-esque stuff and Die Hard-esque stuff where it's sometimes a little bit jarring is that I'm like I don't think the movie quite knows what it wants to be and I think sometimes the tone is off 
but for the most part actually they make the tone work given it is that weird mix of that kind of stuff uh, David Harbour's obviously in a really really excellent lead and plays Santa really well I think the movie like squarely nearly rests on his shoulders and I think but for him and to an extent John Grisiano and then the little girl character but for those three the rest of the movie feels like Hallmark movie acting so they're the yes. three good actors I don't want and to- I'd say the movie's assigned and I don't mean the rest of them are bad actors I just mean they feel like TV movie actors so but for those three and the kind of higher production value it could be a TV movie but there is a higher production value and those three are in it which elevate it but there's like honestly some cracking good action scenes so like if you're like ha there's going to be loads of action scenes in a Christmas movie it's like they will utilise every form of Christmas decoration or just yes. an item like a manger or I, the star on top of a tree I can't wait to talk in spoiler yeah. street they'll all be used in this film like, so I, I actually thought like the fight scenes were quite quite fun and very ingenious and um, I, it's just so weird it's hard when you're watching movies like this because you're you are like all the movies you reference are particular Home Alone and Die Hard like they're real classics so it's hard when you're thinking about them in a movie like this what I will say is but where did, this film yeah, didn't right. have for me is it didn't have A-level music that I would expect they didn't have a choir of children singing Silent Night which is just a shocker and they didn't have any really good Christmas songs it was an okay one over the end of the credits but like felt like they could have done more with that it was uh, so here it is Merry Christmas yeah but they didn't but they they could have used that through the film and like a lot of really good Christmas songs don't even have rights so like there's no excuse for it you know Um, but I think like the little kid was brilliant and David Harper was brilliant and we also know that he plays a great kind of fatherly figure from Stranger Things like he's brilliant at it in that Um, yeah so like all right I think it's a great pre-film I I, I don't think it's I think it's a great pre-Christmas pre-Christmas film I don't think it's going to be a classic, but I think it's like almost up there at, a, at that kind of status, which is hard to do. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. It's hard to call like what's going to become a classic Christmas movie in some ways, because I think when Elf came out, I think everyone kind of enjoyed Elf in 2003 and then kind of moved on. And I think slowly it just crept into the, uh, the zeitgeist yeah, over point. many, but many Elf years. Elf can be watched over and over with your kids this film can't so you're excluding like it's fairly adult I don't know what the rating was but I'd say it's at least 15s so oh for sure sorry I'm, by, I'm not I'm not suggesting anyone watch no, it no no I know you're kids. not but I'm saying I think Elf is so popular because like kids watch it and families yes, watch okay, it yes okay fair um, but, I, but I, I guess what I would ask myself is would I watch this again yes would I watch it every Christmas maybe I, I, I've enjoy, I had such a fun time watching this I and there were so many scenes I would like to experience again. Like I think the char- like the fun of it for me, what I like from a from a sort of 80s style action movie is over the top comic violence uh-huh. and then elaborate deaths using props. Yeah. Kind of I enjoyed and, and, all that. And and that mo- this movie delivered all that. Um and and a very charming performance from David Harbour which I would watch again. I would I also would happily watch a sequel to this. I think it it would be stretching the premise quite thin but so did Die Hard well the thing is <laughs> Die though, Hard did that you that could had take David Harbour or Santa though and just have a completely different film so actually this has more sequel capacity I, than I a lot think of films, so because he you, can just be you could do the next film of him like in the North Pole frankly and I'd watch it I, like, I would continue oh, yes. him in the Santa universe the, the, the North Pole is under siege this time <laughs> 
would be so good. That, I think and then get make the it make it like a battle epic. Okay, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's go okay. to spoiler street. So I yeah, we both. Would you, you recommend? Like, would you recommend? If someone you're a fan of like eighties action movies, which we both are, I think you like it. If you like kind of a bit of fun poking its nose at Christmas, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Um, and there also is then some very hallmark esque Christmas movie scenes. So if you like hallmark movies, you might enjoy this too. Yeah, because it's got a very basic, like the characters, all the ancillary characters, the family at the centre of this. They're a hallmark movie. Very sort of, yeah, they're straight out of, they are so sketched. They're just hand sketched yeah. like a hallmark movie would. Here, and, and But they're, some of them are, they're just all comic relief characters to an extent. Yeah. There's not much meat to be found here. There's not much character to no. grab onto. But no, um, it's very fun. And now we're going to go to Spoiler Street. Yes, yeah, so spoilers now for, uh, for Violent Night. Um... I think, look, for me, one of the most joyous bits was when the whole Home Alone section yeah, happened. And it was really like fun. an R-rated Home Alone. That was like, so <laughs> fun. And I love how the little girl had said early on in the movie, oh, I've just watched Home Alone. It's like, yes. And it was so funny. And, and, like, she, I, and she set up the trap. She's, like, loved, she's so charming, by the way, that actor. She's so actor. good, I thought yeah. she, she was excellent. She like really carried all the scenes that David Harbour wasn't in, which for most, they only meet at the end of the film. It's actually one of the downfalls that they didn't get to spend more time together, I think. But um, she, when he, when he goes, oh, kid, like, you know, we're supposed to not be able to see the booby traps. And then she's all the hidden booby traps, and and then she he <laughs> yeah. ends up landing on all the ones he'd seen. Like when the nail went through his his mouth. Oh, I was like, I mean, I I, I was gross. having so much fun in this audience in this movie because I was just like, I, I I was just going, oh, yeah. oh no, you know, you just like I, I like to loudly exclaim. I love the um, I love the guy. And this very much felt like the Running Man with the kind of electric baddie in the Running Man. I love when the guy gets the star from the top of the tree through his eye, and oh then my David Harbour plugs it in, and he gets like an electric shot. Like that stuff is all fun to me. So fun. So I really enjoyed all that. I think the beginning when they fake said in an English England and had like two blatantly what was up? non-English they were not actors, English yeah. they, they had maybe a, they were, I think they were <laughs> do you know what they were Americans trying to do um, British accents but it just sounded Australian but it sounded like someone Australian. someone mimicking an Australian accent I oh my often, god I often so think that bad. happens when you get like kind of elevated extras trying to do accents it's just terrible well, I, I also, think their point wanted to be that because he travels across the whole world so like he was in Bristol but like Next up, upstate New York. I know, and it also did not look like a pub in Bristol. <laughs> like we've been this, to Bristol. Wherever this mansion is, I actually think a crucial problem of the film is that they're like, Santa's doing all this to help this family. But like, you're talking about this thing, it's like maybe the richest family in America. I just feel like. No, he doesn't do it for the family. To be fair, I think they set that up really well because we got a very reluctant you need a reluctant hero in these things right and I thought they set up Santa as you know that opening scene tells us Santa's done uh, everyone is too greedy everyone just wants video games yeah, and is soulless and, um, and this is going to be the last Christmas so I think it sets up the stakes well the turnaround he's ready to walk away he gets out of there and he, she made him the cookie I know and I she get sees it. the cookie so it's the girl he stays for not the family but they're the, awful but this is where it's a bit jarring and he like, knows they're the awful the family are baddies they're super rich so I don't care for them then the little girl is very sweet so I guess they she's the only reason we care. There was a really weird thing. There's one other not adult character, there's a teenage character in it. But there's like a he, joke he's just a where some, comic somebody book makes character. a joke about him, but like he's been accused of sexual harassment. So I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. So then I was waiting for, for I was like, well you'd only tell us that to kill the character. 
not only did they not kill him, they gave him like a bit at the end of the credits, like a post-credit like TikTok scene. So I'm just like, I, that was just crap to me. Yeah. So there's some elements of this film that like weren't properly thought through, and like it fell back on its what's very clearly cheap roots. Like I just feel like I just what's slightly frustrating me about the film is as much as I enjoyed it. I was like, but for some slightly better script work and pay a little bit more for some of the actors. And this could have been really good. And I think that's what's disappointing for me about this film. It's like, it could have been really good and it's just like good. Well, I think... I think, I think some tweaks and it could have been very, very, I think very that's good. fair. Look, I think the movie... You said it earlier. The movie is being ele- elevated by David Harbour, by the little girl, and by, I think, the quality of the, um, the sort of action action yeah, scenes and there's the money behind it like so that yeah. that is enough to prop it up when when any of those things aren't happening the movie is very um it's whole yeah it's hallmark level like right? it's like we obviously like i've just watched like some netflix christmas movies and like they're very low budget which is fine but yeah you can see where these scenes fall back into that kind of budget again but and I, you know it's all even you know like i don't and i don't mind low budget but i just it's a slight shame that they didn't just put a little bit more work. But into I the think this movie. I think honestly, I think it's just this movie is carried by enough by that stuff that it's just got the momentum. Because also, there's so you could if you pick apart all the stuff that is just derivative of other stuff like Die Hard and and Die Hard Two, like the whole thing with them, the extraction team coming on snowmobiles wearing white suits and then. Oh, see, I turns didn't get out, that reference because I haven't seen Die well, Hard It turns too. out that they are the... Or I don't remember Die Hard. That, I don't that remember. whole thing is... That exact thing happens in Die Hard 2. I only remember Die Hard 1 and I was like truly expecting the girl to be an event at a point and was slightly disappointed well, when she Well, she kind of was. She was looking down she at was, them from the yeah, attic yeah, yeah. and she's on a walkie-talkie. They're having conversations. The, I wanted more of The security of the, guard is called Al. I, wanted, I mean, it's, I didn't get that either. I yeah. wanted more of this stuff where like Santa was pulling out his list and being like... Oi, in 1982, I bought you that bike. Oh, that was so I want, fun. I love that scene, and I wanted Santa to do a little bit more, like, Santa-ing. I, and I know him and Mrs. Claus are having marital issues, but I feel like the very opening scene, when Santa's, like, that drunk and, like, in a pub and stuff, just really makes no sense, other than having a good opening scene. Now, that being said, I laugh my head off. Why not? He, he said the reindeer, the reindeer do all the work. The he, work. But when he vomited <laughs> all over that woman's head, like, that, that was funny. properly funny. But, like, the thing is, it just doesn't make any sense from a time perspective. Like, Santa does not have time to be sitting in this mangy pub in Bristol. Sorry, are you, gonna, are you going to bring the question of time into how Santa works? Because he visits every home, in, every yeah. home in the world in a 24-hour period. So it's just magic. He's just not stopping but just, at a pub. It's just Santa magic. And I, and I like... Also, totally unbelievable in that scene was but. the other Santa who's like, oh, this is my fourth Christmas in a row working as a Santa I do for the money. Cool, that all makes sense. Next minute he's like, I'm going to buy all your drinks for you. Excuse me? Why would you buy all this guy's drinks for him? Makes no sense. Who? The other guy? The, the other, other Santa, Santa was like, oh, his drinks are on me. Because he's doing it for the money, because he's making all that sweet, <laughs> sweet Santa cash, Cathy. <laughs> do you know how much, do you not know how much small Santa earns? Well, I know how like much. Like the my big mo- bucks. My mother's Six in the figures. production. My mother is now, uh, you guys all love my mom, so you'll be interested in this. My mom has like a new post-retirement career of acting. She's playing um, Mrs. Claus this year. That's right. So I do know how much they earn. Um, can I? Can I? Can I? This is getting very tangential. Can I? Can we just finish up by saying, I really liked and pretty appreciated another thing I liked in this movie is 
the Santa lore and backstory, well, or or of this character Santa. There's an implication, uh, a bit like Tim Allen Santa, that like it is um, a position that is granted to people, right? Because he has no idea how it all works. He he keeps saying, or maybe because he got granted it Santa magic. Years ago. Yeah, exactly. He's been around for a long time, but I loved I loved that they made him like um, like a Viking impaler. Torturer it's actually type. better as well not With to explain it because once you go down the road of trying to explain these things, you can really lose the film. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it loses the, the magic of it yeah. all and the mystery. I just love that he was some sort of like cross between a Viking and Spartacus. Oh, I just thought that was awesome. Yeah. And, it, and it gave us, but it also like served a purpose because why else would Santa Claus be good at like fighting terrorists? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or like, like, so it was like, it served a story purpose, but actually enriched the character made him more interesting and that moment when he finds the sledgehammer in the shed yeah, that was, and, and, and his ring his wedding ring led him there the other <laughs> bit that I liked at the start of the film we see someone like touch the like or, ornamental Santa Claus and it starts singing and, that and then paid we off see later. David Harbour coming along he's about to strangle someone with a thing of pencil <laughs> yeah. and then that goes off like I just loved all the like I absolutely loved the end and like how blasphemous it was when they were all in the manger and he's like picks up the baby Jesus he's like whacking someone on the head <laughs> know, right? like that stuff and how about very sorry fun. how about the best like because you need a good villain death as well right and I thought touching his nose and and b- pulling him up the that chimney was awesome. is yeah, genius yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really very, really clever very fun and I then I kind There's of liked the of sweetness that the reindeer went off and came back with his new sack and stuff like that was fun yeah and I liked all the stuff when he held the sack up and the guy was trying to stab him but like he was just going into a bottomless pit That's of sack genius honestly the, really, they spent a lot of time brainstorming Santa props here and how to use really them they really thought it through and yeah. so I look at, I think for the most part this film um, it really worked for me like at the end of it I I wanted more. I want more I of this not. character. So I, I would be here for sequels for this movie. I will watch it again. So for me, it is. I think this could be a sleeper Christmas classic. Okay. Honestly. Let's, for for let's, me, anyway. Let's revisit next year. I'll see you in 10 years. And we'll <laughs> check in. Anyway, when you're let, showing it to our kids. Let us know what you thought of uh, Violent Night. Any of you who saw it, we are thecinemile at gmail.com. If you want to email us or uh, we're on... Twitter and Instagram letterboxed at the cinema yeah and we have a Patreon page if you do you want to support us please do patreon.com forward slash uh, the cinema you get loads of retro uh, movie reviews there is a um, spoiler special of the the White Lotus incoming incoming um, uh, yeah and we watch a different retro movie every month and we have loads of fun and we watch a ton of TV so hopefully see some of you over there patreon.com forward slash the cinema and we are home now Bye. Merry Christmas Which one of you did that, Prancer? So unprofessional. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into 
into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>